us out by visiting www.magicandmedicine.blogspot.com. I'm your host, Dr. Candice Nadine Green. Hello and welcome to a, another episode of It's All Good, Magic Mysticism and Earth Medicine. As always, I'm glad that you're here to join us. Today is episode 93. And for this episode, I thought I'd talk about spiritual transformation, you know, spiritual journeys, uh, the path, the road of spiritual transformation. What does that mean? And what does all that mean? What does it entail? So I have been through quite a few spiritual transformations on my journey, my spiritual journey back to oneness and much to the bemusement of those who follow me. Probably some of them are hoping for some comedic relief or some sort of failure. Because they see me as, for instance, there was a period of time where I started off as this, as when I was younger, as a strictly earth spiritual person. And then I, you know, on my road to discovery and learning about the universe, I ended up at, um, at the time it was a Pentecostal church, then the Baptist church, then... Catholic Church. Oh, actually, there was Buddhism in there. I was in, I was involved with some Buddhism for a while. Um, and you know, various different forms of witchcraft and paganism and African spiritualism and spiritualist and all of those things. And someone looking at that, and a lot of people have who looked at it, thought it was quite indecisive of me they thought I was you know using making all those stops because I didn't know what I wanted which really was not the case what it um was really not the case what what you know on our on our journey we the journey excuse me the journey is not about is not about, um, you know, arrival at some point where we stay. Oh, I was also involved in um, Vedanta, <laughs> Vedanta Church as well. So it, it's, and I, it's not about the arrival, that we plant our foot, our feet, so, um, so firmly into this one boat where we are that no that's not the case what it is is that there are stops along the way they're they're like little you know stop signs rest points where you gather information that you are going to need to help you on this spiritual journey or to help you understand the others that you're going to serve eventually etc and I don't think any of those stops that I made on my path were, were useless. I think that every single path, every single stop, I gained something from every single stop. And I treasure what I've learned. And in every single spot also, I've been able to use, I've been able to use 
what I've gained. I've been able to use it somehow in my life. To whether it was to help others or whether it was to understand how someone, what point of view someone is coming from. And I like to, I take to take each spiritual rest stop as a necessity, as an essential piece to the bigger puzzle, the mastery puzzle, where you become eventually an ascendant master because of all the knowledge you have gained. And that's the way I look at all these stops. I've gained wisdom from each and every spiritual rest stop along the way, whether or not it suit the entire uh, institution of that rest spiritual rest stop suited me was a different story, but I gained something for it from it. And when it was time, when it no longer suited my purpose, because I was actually engrossed in it, lived it for a little while, and when I outgrew it, it was time to move on. And that's the way I see it. Yeah, others were laughing and saying I was indecisive, but they were only looking at the surface picture. They were seeing what they were seeing with their naked eye. They weren't seeing the greater concepts, the greater knowledge that was being transmitted during these rest stops. Each piece along this rest stop, these rest stops, various rest stops, have helped me expand my knowledge and has led to my ability to comprehend those who possess varying spiritual experiences. It made me more well-rounded and all, it made me more, more well-rounded and also gave me some knowledge, you know, and now going now, now I, I keep my dreams and my lucid astral projections and journeys really to myself and my journal. I don't try to make others understand my personal spiritual journey. I don't try to make them understand it. I don't even explain it all to my husband. He doesn't know everything um, because it's not meant for them to understand. It's for me. You know, I'm not thinking that he'll laugh at me because he listens and he nods and he accepts what I say without question. But I just don't want to have my magic extinguished by having to break it apart, trying to break apart my visions, explain what they need, what they mean, etc. I don't want to have to do that because to me it takes away some of the sacredness. And I, I feel that there's no, that I, that I feel that there, on my part, I don't have the ability to adequately explain the feeling of the magic because I can't make someone else experience it when they are not, they haven't actually experienced it. Mere words can't explain what I have been through. You know, my, my spiritual journey, my, you know, communications with various entities, uh, spirits, my journeys, astral projections, it's beyond, they're beyond words. The vibration is so high that all description, all descriptive words have been, I don't know, transcended, sort of. There is nothing, the words cannot merely explain it. And yeah, I, I do feel that, I mean, yeah, there is a chance that others will laugh and ridicule when I try to explain, because again, those are people who are not on my journey. 
and they don't understand, so they'll laugh. And I'm people are laughing now. I mean, it further ostracizes me, the name calling, but that's all right. You know, I, I don't mind my solitude because my solitude allows me to ponder, to reflect, and to connect. So not everyone is meant to be around a whole lot of people. My work gets done in quiet, in solitude, meditation. No one can see my work, so they criticize. They don't see the steps and the stops along the way that are necessary for me. And again, the journey is not the, the journey is not the goal. The journey is not the goal. It's the steps and the stops along the way that are the most crucial because, again, they're building blocks to the bigger picture on our journey to oneness. And that's what a lot of people don't see. Okay, they don't see it. And it's not for everyone to see. You know, I'm going through another spiritual stop in regards to, uh, on my journey. And right now I'm, I'm stopped at the uh, an African spirituality stop where, I'm where I've been called many times by an ancestor guide to become something which I'm not going to explain it right now, but when it does happen, I'm going to, it'll, it'll just appear. I, 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 again, when I, when I announce that I've done something or studied something, it's really people think, Oh, she's this now. Oh, she's this now. And it thinks that I've wiped away everything else that I've experienced. And that's not true. That's not true. It's just something I've added to my backpack, so to speak, that, it has been added to uh, to my backpack. Um, and this, all of this gaining of knowledge is a way for us to understand one another, to realize that we are all one, that we are all, that we are all united. And that's one thing that we fail to recognize. I was recently on a podcast and I talked at great, at great length about how we are how we are connected and how our journeys are crucial. We're all on our own journeys. Even though we are connected, we are still on our own journeys. This may be my final transition during this certain, during my certain level of existence. It may be someone else's first transformation or tra transformation or transition on their certain level of existence they may be on a they're on a different one than i am and i am gathering all this knowledge dur during my various lifetimes on this level of existence so that when i graduate this level and go to, and go to the next one i'll be able to utilize that knowledge to serve others to help others so that's why i've been gaining all of this this knowledge it took me a long time to realize that that we are here gaining, gaining knowledge, gaining experiences that we will utilize somewhere along the line in another level of existence. A friend of mine called this my mastery level, you know, in regards to, you know, ascended master 
themselves because ascended masters they do know a lot and they've gained a lot of knowledge they're not just have one foot in one spirituality they have tested the waters of many others and have looked into each of the different looked into other forms other forms of spirituality as well so they can when they are called upon to be someone's uh, ascended master guide or to assist someone who is in the living who's in the physical world they have that knowledge to be able to assist them and it doesn't seem you know we, we all we have to get away from the fact that what matters is how much money we accumulate or what job status we have because all of that stuff is an illusion and it fades and you can't take it with you but what you can take with you are those spiritual stops those go with you because you can't feel them you can't touch them physically you can't see them it's the unseen that goes into the unseen world the world of spirit now mind you all all of this is existing at the same time all of this exists is existing excuse me at the same time on the same levels all the time but we don't see it there are those i have for instance a relative a great aunt who's now deceased but she had the gift of being able to see the parallel worlds she could see those people who have passed on into spirit walking amongst those of us who are physically present and and, all, and still in this level of who are still alive and and uh, who have their physical form and she could see them and she could see them just as plain as i can see someone walking across the street I mean, they said that she was born, and, and the, the uh, people used the phrase that she was born with a veil over her face, meaning that she was able to see through the veils of the worlds. So she was able to see, and then she wasn't afraid of them. She'd just say, oh, I see someone over there, blah, blah, blah. And she would ask people if someone wanted to see what she saw. I mean, I've never experienced this. She never said this to me. She'd say, look over my left shoulder if you want to see. Now, I've never done that. I would, if, I had, if I had been asked, I probably would have said, yes, I'd love to. That's, I was never frightened. And I had my gifts very early on. I was born with them, so I, I wasn't afraid of seeing spirits. I've had seen plenty by just the age of nine. I had seen my share a lot, and I wasn't afraid at all. In fact, I don't remember a time where I was afraid. I don't remember if I ever started to be afraid. I would sit up in my bed at night and I would look at whatever was there. Just look. And um, I wasn't afraid. I didn't pull the covers over my head or anything. I just look. And then I go back to sleep. Interesting, huh? Interesting. And it's not because I'm not trying to brag or trying to act like I was all that and tough because I wasn't. But to me, it was normal. That's all I knew. So it wasn't anything different for me. And again, all, all these paths along this, my spiritual journey and seeing and experience all these things. It's not, you know, what has remained always, what has remained was my connection and communication with the spirit world even when 
various churches tried to drown it out and said it was wrong and things like that. But that's what I knew. And that's all. And that's how I entered into the world knowing these things. Well, not as a baby, but maybe as a baby, I don't remember that. But when I was as far back as I can remember as a child, that's what I knew. And that was my, my, found, my foundation. So it wasn't strange to me and, and it was sacred to me. And I knew that I wasn't the only one who was like that. I had family members who had these gifts as well. So alas, before I continue to go on, I do want to remind you that uh, you can book readings with me, intuitive readings with me, or you want to connect with spirit. I can do that virtually. We can I mean face-to-face virtually. Or if you like and you're on social media, you can send me an email asking for one where I will read for you via video. I just need to like know your name so I can, and I need a face so I can connect into your vibration and your spirit guides. And then I will tell you, I will give you a message. I'll record it for you and a video for you and you will see it. And, um, and you know, everyone needs messages now from the spirit world because sometimes we're not able to hear or see. And sometimes they're trying to get in touch with us and they don't really know how or maybe we're not open to them. I know, for instance, my biological father and I had a really bad relationship and I would not open myself at all. I don't want to hear anything from him. Nothing, nothing. He went through someone else, a medium that I knew who gave me the message. And I'm still not ready for that or to receive anything. I just said, no, you were bad news then. And I know you've done a lot of work in the spirit world and that you are sorry, but I'd rather forget you. I'd rather not remember because it's very, you know, the healing is it's a lifelong journey. I'm stuck with what happened. It's that it can never be erased. And I just don't want to want that in my life. So that's why I'm not open to that. I'm not receptive to that. My grandmother has come through many times and said, heal, heal, heal. And again, you can't just heal once and it's over. It's a journey. It's all a journey. It's living with it. So that's what I'm saying. So thank you for listening to the show. Please, I posted on the website, uh, on the blog, and on our Facebook page and Twitter, the interview that I recently went, recently gave, I think it was two days ago now, I, I gave this beautiful interview on the Ghost Man podcast. And it talks about, it goes into more depth about uh, regards to the spiritual journey and things of that nature. I'm going to try probably to include it in an episode. It was a 62-minute interview. So there's a lot of information there that you may want to listen to and you could learn from. But as always, thank you for listening. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out on 
magicandmedicine.blogspot.com. And we are on iTunes, Apple, Spotify, and a lot of other places. Thank you for listening. Blessed be.